Wow, wow, wow. What a difference a weekend makes. It turns out that the Jonathan Major situation is not what everybody says it was. Uh, uh, it turns out Jonathan Majors and his girlfriend had some text messages that were released to the public. And these text messages allegedly sh basically say that the girlfriend admitted that she was at fault in the whole domestic violence situation. So I'm going to talk about Jonathan Majors, uh, what's going on here, and some of the twists and turns of this case, and in addition to a couple things I've noticed that maybe the media isn't talking about. So get comfortable, buckle up your seatbelt. We're going to get started on drboystv.com right now. Here we are, clan the isms, cataclysm, great. Our people out here struggling, trying to make it in this state. Everybody out here doing it, but we the ones who late. Now family, we the ones who got to delegate. Get that money in the power, never be fake. Stick to co-sign for three. What did he say? Uh, create jobs, support our own. Educate the same and buy back your home. Got three degrees, triple ten. Three PhDs, now we on the CNN. DBTV, let's talk about negligence. Ignorance is bliss, but we can turn into intelligence. Believe none of what you hear, half of what you see. Let's break it down beyond Dr. Boyce TV. Welcome to DrBoyceTV.com, the home for intelligent black people. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. Shout out the city that you're from. Let me know what city you're from. I want to say hello to Hisham Allah from Compton. Uh, Compton. Every time, I, every time I say Compton, I want to say Compton. Compton. Anyway, uh, Cynthia Rhodes, uh, Ricardo Moore, uh, MBest12 says, thank you for what you do. Well, you are welcome, and thank you for uh, being a part of this. Uh, Jay Lilly from Riverside, California. Uh Feek, um, is that Feek Funkerson? That's a funny name. Uh, from Scott Air Force Base, Illinois. Thank you for your service, Feet. I appreciate you. Ricardo Moore, Detroit, Michigan. Ron Adams, good to see you. B1, uh, hey, El Hodge and Kenidra from Fort Lauderdale. And I see Legacy Concrete Pools out of North Carolina. Uh, that's great. That's good marketing. Very smart to put the name of your business right there where people can see it. Uh, and so uh, it's a legacy. What was that? Legacy concrete pools. Very nice. Uh, it makes me think about swimming pools. All right. So uh, did anybody else see this? Uh, there was a development in the um, whole situation with Jonathan Majors. Uh, I thought that it was worth talking about because I don't want to be a person who's only going to talk about uh, the situation when he's down. I want to talk about it when he's up too. I want to talk about not just when uh, it, he looks guilty, but also when he looks less than guilty or actually innocent. And uh, basically, <clears throat> apparently uh, his attorneys have been doing their job and making their money uh, and have released some text messages. Uh, if you don't know, Jonathan Majors is one of the biggest actors in all of Hollywood. Uh, he was recently accused of being um, of, of being uh, abusive to his girlfriend and uh, he got arrested. And that was a big deal because uh, he's got a multi-billion dollar movie franchise on his back. The next Avengers movie is literally called the Kang dynasty. So he's literally got his name, his character's name Kang in the title of a movie that's going to make $3 billion most likely when it comes out. That's a big deal. Well, apparently uh, his lawyers uh, have put out a, 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 some text messages and I'm going to share my screen with you guys so you can kind of see it. Uh, but basically, uh, if you see here, the, the the girlfriend sent some text messages. I'm going to just read them to you. So if you can't see it, that's okay. Just know I'll read it to you. So he asked, uh, did you leave the keys? And then he says goodbye. And that's what he typed uh, to today. I don't know what today is, but at eight and 9 a.m. So that, that was this morning. Um, and I guess that was, but that was before the incident. I think the incident uh, took place at 11 a.m. So that was when they were still okay. And, and then she says, later on that night, I guess after he'd been arrested, she says, please let me know you're okay when you get this. They assured me that you won't be charged. 
So right there, she's saying, I don't want you to be charged that I worked as hard as I could to make sure he, that you're not charged. Uh, she also says they said they they had to arrest you as protocol when they saw the injuries on me and they knew we had a fight. That's why I've warned y'all brothers. If you get in a situation with a woman and she wants to be violent on any level, on any level, and she can't, she ain't grown enough to have a conversation. She got to throw stuff and fight and physically get into it with you on any level. Just know that in police protocol, they got to arrest somebody. If they see a woman with injuries, they're going to take you to jail. So the best way to handle this is literally shut down and walk away. I'm speaking from, from things I learned when I was young. When that happens, when a, if a woman is not mature enough, give me a yes if you understand that. If you're going to tell that to your sons, you got to tell that to your son because your sons are not millionaires like Jonathan Majors. Your black son doesn't have you know a, a, a thousand dollar an hour attorney that's going to get on the case right away. Your son is going to lose his job at UPS. He's going to lose his opportunity. So, so just understand an arrest will destroy you even if you are innocent. Stop believing in justice. Stop believing in fairness. Stop believing that America ain't a racist society. Stop believing that you're gonna that the truth shall set you free. No, the truth has put black men in prison for a very long time. There are some black men who told the truth and said, oh, well, I'll just cooperate. I'll just tell them everything that happened exactly the way it happened. Next thing you know, you're getting five years in prison or you're in prison long enough for somebody to do some ugly things to you for you to lose your job. I had a friend that was falsely accused when I was in college and he wasn't even black. He wasn't even black. I remember when they falsely, when a girl falsely accused him of something that I know he did not do. The reason I know he did not do it is because it was proven that she had falsely accused several other men before him. She was a serial accuser. Predators like this do exist. I know the Me Too movement wants you to believe that you can't talk about this. I know people tell the liberals tell you that this never happens. I know people tell you nonsense like believe all women and these other stupid slogans they came up with. No, predators exist. So he got what? So he slept with a girl. She accused him of assault. The police went to his job and took him away in handcuffs in front of all of his employees. You can't make them unsee. You being taken away in handcuffs. Your 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 coworkers and your boss are not gonna unsee that. They're, it's not like they're gonna find, oh, well, you didn't do it. Tyrone didn't do anything wrong. No, they're gonna look at you funny for the rest of your career. You ain't getting that promotion. You're not getting that raise. You, you you're gonna get fired on your day off. They're gonna get rid of you as soon as as soon as they can because in their mind they're thinking, well, maybe he did do something wrong. They took him away from his job in handcuffs. In front of him, and he worked across the street from where he lived. So his neighbors and his co-workers, him walking out of that building in handcuffs. He went to jail. He was in jail for three weeks. He had $3,000 saved up. He spent every penny of that $3,000 in savings on his attorneys. And he had to drop out of school because you can't go to class if you're in jail. He spent two weeks and did not get a shower for two weeks. They did not get allow him to take a shower for two weeks and it took three weeks for them to find out that this lady been lying on people for years that she's done this several times before if you want to talk about something that will give you ptsd that will traumatize you for life go do something like that and then to have somebody tell you well there's nothing you can do about it that she's literally free to go and be a predator and and repeat the process no consequences for her at all she ain't going to jail 
She didn't get arrested in front of her colleagues. She didn't lose her life savings. She didn't have to be in a nasty prison and, 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 be, and, and go two, three weeks without a shower and get abused and mistreated the whole time. So what I'm saying to you is, I pro I, I'm begging you, if you're in a relationship and you're with a woman who is too immature to understand the, that, that violence is not necessary, that you can solve the issue by having a conversation, if a woman is not that mature, then when she starts acting out, walk away, just, just literally in the middle of the sentence, whatever, she, she, she decides she want to slap you, mid-sentence, shut it off, don't say a word, get in your car, drive away, and really, if you're really disciplined, you'll never come back. Give me a yes if you understand what I'm saying and understand why I'm emphasizing this point. I just really want you to be safe out here. These police are not playing. So let me keep going. Let me keep going. Hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. Um, I have a new book. It's called The Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power. It's a number one bestseller on Amazon. So if you'd like to go take a look, feel free to just go to Amazon.com or BoyceWalkins.com. Also tonight, we're doing a stock options uh, training camp. If you'd like to learn stock options in the Black Business School with me, uh, then just go to BoyceWalkins.com. I can teach you all about stock options. My PhD is in finance. This is what I do. This is what I know very well. So let's keep reading here. We're talking about Jonathan Majors. And this, by the way, this is not just a Black conversation. This is a financial conversation. This brother's going to lose probably $100 million worth of opportunities just because of this arrest and i'm explain why so uh so in this text his girlfriend is saying that they assured me that you won't be charged they said you had they had to arrest you as part of protocol when they saw the injuries she says i'm so angry that they did this and i'm sorry you're in this position we'll make sure nothing happens about this so she's apologizing she's sorry she's doing the damsel in distress like oh i'm so sorry i didn't mean to do it da 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 no consequences for her at all. No consequences for the fact that you may have ruined this man's life, ruined his reputation, cost him $100 million, and got him thrown in jail. As far as I'm concerned, you should be in jail, too. You should be in jail yourself. She says, um, I told them it was my fault for trying to grab your phone. So it sounds like a situation that I fully expected. Jonathan Majors is considered to be one of the most, uh, the most uh, well-known sex symbols in all of Hollywood right now. He is uh, loved by all these women all around the planet, and uh, and and girls are texting him. Surprise, surprise! He's at the, his his sexual peak at 34 years old. He's making millions of dollars. He's very talented as an actor. So, uh, so surprisingly, women are attracted to him, and she can't handle that. She has a problem with with this whatever's going on. So she's trying to grab his phone. Um, she should probably just get another boyfriend if, if she's not comfortable with his position in life. Uh, that's just what it is. So uh, she says, I only just got out of the hospital. Just call me when you're out. Then she says, I love you. And then a few, three hours later, three and a half hours later, I guess he couldn't respond because he's <clears throat> in jail. Um, she says, they just called me again to check on me and reiterated how this was not an attack. She said, I reiterated that this was not an attack. So this, I mean, if anything exonerates him, this, this does it. Um, and they do not actually, let me see if I can make this a little bigger. So you, so y'all can just uh, read the screen instead of, instead of listening to me uh, or looking at me. All right. Um, she says, they just called uh, again. And I reiterated, this was not an attack and they do not have my blessing on any charges being placed. So she says, this is not an attack. I'm not pressing charges. I read the paper they gave me about the strangulation. And I said, point blank, this did not occur. So he did not, she said, she said, this did not occur and should be removed immediately. The judge is definitely going to be told this. She ensured this to me. 
Uh, I know you have the best team and there's nothing to worry about. I just want you to know that I'm doing all I can on my end. I also said to tell the judge to know that the origin of the call was to do with me collapsing and passing out. So apparently she passed out. I guess I didn't know that part. And your worry as my partner due to our communication prior. So apparently she passed out. He was worried. So he called 911. She promised all will be relayed. Okay, so let's do... Um, I'm going to bring together the Tribunal of Intelligent Black People and ask you, do you believe that Jonathan Majors is guilty of, of uh, the crime of domestic violence? Everybody who said, believes he's guilty based on the evidence, say guilty. Everybody who believes he's innocent, uh, say innocent. Or, or you could say not guilty if you want to, if you believe he's just not guilty, which is different from being innocent. Uh, we'll, we'll actually talk about that in a second. How many of you all believe he's guilty? Uh, put guilty in the chat. If you believe he's innocent, put innocent in the chat. Let's do the vote. Come on. All right. I see innocent. Uh, Wanda says innocent. Edward says not guilty. Okay, that's different from innocent, by the way. Uh, Cheryl says hit H to the no. Byron Al Arnold says not guilty. Feet Funkerson says uh, not guilty. Okay, um, I see uh, Sh Shiloh says innocent. Big T says innocent. Okay, everybody, Big T is important. That sounds like an important name, Big T. I like that. David Wilson says I think they're both guilty. Ah, interesting. And the plot thickens. Uh, the man isn't always guilty, says Wanda Fields. That's right. All right. Well, the power vested in me by intelligent black people around the world, I now pronounce that he is uh, he is innocent of all charges. So uh, so you may, you are free to go. Uh, you, you are um, free to live your life. Now, here's why what I just did doesn't actually matter for Jonathan Majors. And let me tell you why. If you recall, see, here's the thing. When people see you bleeding, when people see you climbing and they and, and, and they don't like to see you climb and they're mad about it, they'll remain real silent. But the minute they see you falter, the minute they see you bleed, the minute they see the court of public opinion turning against you, that's when the roaches start coming out of the woodwork. That's when the haters start revealing themselves. That's when people start joining the rebellion. So with Jonathan Majors, apparently, he has a bunch of haters. He got some roaches that have been sitting in the in, inside the walls that are scared to come out. And as soon as this controversy popped out, you had people online that knew him from his Yale uh, days when he was um, when he was an actor at Yale who were coming out and basically saying that he's been a a, a, a um, an abuser for many years, uh, that he has lots of victims that are afraid to speak, that he is just a horrible person and that he's basically toxic. So so this is something that was actually discussed in media where uh, they're sort of taking uh, the fact that you're a black man already means you're seen as both a superhero and a villain at the same time. You're like a supervillain. The black male is America's supervillain. Why? We're, we're stronger than other people. We run faster. We jump higher. We're smarter. We're, we're scary. Right. We're very scary. Uh, you know, especially when you when you infuse that with with the toxicity of some of the music that's out here. There are people that are afraid of black men. They admire us when we show our talent as long as we're at a distance, right? You can watch a football game and, and, and be amazed at all these guys. Wow, he's 300 pounds and he runs the 40-yard dash in 4.4 seconds. But the minute he uh, breaks in your house and kicks your ass or he becomes your neighbor or wants to date your daughter, you start getting scared. It's a different kind of relationship at that point, right? So I've always felt that they look at the black male almost the way you might admire a tiger at the zoo or a, a bear or a lion or an elephant. You you love to watch them. You know, you love watching the bear ride the tricycle. You love watching the lion when he roars and everybody cheers when King Kong thumps his chest. 
But the minute King Kong breaks into the audience or does something that seems scary or threatening, then suddenly uh, you're like, okay, we need to shoot him. We need to shoot him now, right? If you're in one example, let me give you a real life example in sports. Ron Artest, uh, it, uh, when he, um, two incidents actually, Ron Artest and Latrell Sprewell. Uh, Ron Artest was an NBA player who got mad at somebody in the stands and went up in the stands and basically the guy had thrown something and hit him in the head. He went up in the stands and confronted this guy. Well, they gave Ron Artest the worst, the worst, the worst punishment in the history of the NBA. Why would they give him the worst punishment in the history of the NBA? Because they wanted to make an example out of him the same way they did with Latrell Sprewell, who years before had gone off on his coach and choked his coach, PJ Carlissimo. His coach was yelling at him, berating him, meant, uh, you know, verbally abusing him. So Latrell Sprewell just went off and started choking him, right? So in both cases, they gave those men the worst punishments in NBA history. And the reason they did that was because they said, we need to make sure the animals know their place. We need to know, we need them to stay where they are, where they're going to be safe and understand you cross a certain boundary, then you no longer become our, we're no longer an ally. We become an enemy. So, so in general with Jonathan Majors, even though he's not an athlete, he's still a big, strong black man who's very talented. And if you notice in a lot of these roles recently, the roles that made him the most famous uh, in, 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 in Hollywood recently were um, in Ant-Man, where he played the ultimate villain. And then also in uh, the next Avengers movie, he's going to be a villain. In the Creed movie, he was a villain. Now, now he's played other roles where he wasn't the villain, but in those movies, his blockbusters, the ones that made the most money, he was villain, 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 right? So now he's become like this amazing super villain, right? So, so it's fascinating. It's interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see how America processes him, right? Because here's the thing. Uh, if you know anything about American media, the, if you studied it the way I've studied it, you'll know one thing that's true for black men that are in the Hollywood space. The one thing that's true for black men that live in that Hollywood media space or that athletic space is that you ain't really got to do nothing for them to decide that you're guilty. You don't have to actually break a law for them to treat you like a criminal. Uh, I'll give you an example. Terrell Owens played for the Philadelphia Eagles. And for some reason, out of the blue, they just decided that Terrell was a jerk. They just they somehow the narrative in the media became that Terrell was a terrible person. He was arrogant. He was a jerk. All these other things. And I remember watching Terrell Owens get on TV and have a press conference just so he could apologize for for. And I was like, what is he apologizing for? Did he go and rob a bank? No. Did, did he beat? Did he beat up some little children? No. Did he did he break the law on it for or, or do anything illegal? What what did he do? Nothing. Terrell Owens is apologizing because he was just a bad person, right? So effectively, what's going to probably happen here is that Jonathan Majors is going to take a reputational hit as a result of this arrest. Don't be surprised if Marvel says, yeah, we decided to kind of shift the Avengers movie a little bit. It's not going to be the dynasty of Kang. It's going to be the, you know, it's going to be something else, right? Or we're going to, we decide to make Kang a white guy now because it's the multiverse and we can do whatever the hell we want, right? Don't be surprised if something shifts. I'm not saying that he's going to be out. I'm not saying he's canceled. I think there are plenty of people that are going to still give him opportunities. I mean, the man is so talented, but I feel like <clears throat> that these accusations, these, these off the record accusations that don't have any evidence that don't have any like you know any charges filed or or any smoking guns are still going to carry weight. How do I know? Well, because that's kind of what happened with Bill Cosby. The difference with Cosby is that Cosby just had a whole lot of accusers. 
They had no evidence, though. If you, if you recall, most of that stuff that they're accusing Cosby of were things that happened 30, 40 years ago, allegedly. Um, I met a driver in L.A., a white guy who was about 70 years old. And he was a nice guy. And he said, I drove Hugh Hefner for many years and I drove Bill Cosby for many years because Bill Cosby would go to Hugh Hefner's house. And he said um, that if I was to compare what Hefner did and what Cosby did, there would be no comparison because Hefner did 10 times more than Bill Cosby ever did. He said, I, I, I this was a white guy. He said, I think this was all about race and racism. He said, I watched a Bill Cosby documentary and I saw the women that were on that documentary claiming that certain things happened back in the 1970s. He said, I knew those women. And I said, no, I know you. You're a drug addict and you're a thief. That's why you're on here and you're pretending to be an innocent damsel in distress. So effectively, um, you know, what I what I'm really curious to see is how the world will embrace Jonathan Majors going forward. I'm curious to see how much weight these other unproven accusations of him just being a bad person or being a jerk are going to play a part in the way he's able to move now as an actor. Uh, he bet not had no more situations with that girlfriend. If I was you, brother, I would get as far away from that lady as I possibly could. Because you've got a bill, you've got a billion dollars on the line, brother. You, I mean, you could be a billionaire. You're that good. You, your opportunities are insane. And I would just hate to see all that crumble because. Because because you're dealing with a woman that you don't even have to deal with. There are women that you you you're a sex symbol, right? So there are women who who will yeah, there are women who will literally fold and bend to whatever reality you want. Like you could be a real life Kang. You know, Kang's real powerful. He can make you do stuff, right? Like like you you in real life you can really do that with your relationship. You can literally say, "I will only date you if you shut up and you sign an NDA and you promise never to ever ever speak of anything that happens in this relationship." You can do that. Well, how do I know? Well, because when I became a little bit more famous, I was stunningly shocked by uh, the extent to which uh, women will uh, do whatever's necessary to be by your side. Even 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 professors have groupies, believe it or not. They call them sapiosexuals. These are women that are attracted to men who are very smart. And I'm and I'm, I might be an asshole half the time, but I'm, I'm at least I'm not a dumb asshole. And so anyway, uh, anyway, let, let's move on here. Uh, I'll, I'll finish up by saying that I hope that uh, things work out for him. I think that he is a brilliant guy. Um, I think that he is so talented. I, I have so much respect for his skill. Um, I just, I, I think it's important. One lesson we can learn that black men can under, should, should understand, your son needs to understand this, is that when you're doing uh, an activity, whether it's a sport or your craft or whatever, it's not just what you do on the court. It's what you do off the court. What you do off the court can matter as much as what happens on the court. And it ain't just what you do. It ain't just what you do. It's what the people around you do. So in order for a black man to navigate a delicate space like the one that he is in, you have you cannot play checkers. You can't even play chess. You've got to play like 10th dimensional chess. You got to play 10th dimensional chess where you can see all the things around you and understand everything that's happening around you that could possibly threaten the empire that you're trying to build. If you can't do that, if you um, that's that's why that, that's why it's very dangerous when, when these young rappers want to get high and drunk all the time, because the person who's, who's getting high all the time isn't aware or conscious of what's going on around them. People like that tend to lose all their wealth. They tend to lose all their power. They tend to throw away all their opportunities. And if you remember, the word poor stands for passing over opportunities repeatedly. So a lot of poor people uh, used to be rich people or could have been rich people, but they passed over their opportunities repeatedly. Now they're poor again and they want to blame everybody but themselves. You got to be smart. You have to be strategic or this this whole world is designed to take you down, period.
All right. So anyway, guys, I'm about to get out of here. Do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. I'm doing a stock options training camp. If you'd like to learn stock options, as you know, in the Black Business School, we're super proud of what we built. Uh, we've trained over 10 million people how to buy their first share of stock. If you'd like to learn about stock options, I got you. My PhD is in finance. I have a whole curriculum that's really, really good and everybody loves it. And I'd love to teach you. So feel free to join us. Just go to boycewalkins.com. Look for the stock options training camp. You can join us tonight. The materials are yours for life. You can even bring a friend for free. And uh, I guarantee you that it'll change your life. I use stock options to make money for my family. I'd love to show you and your family the same thing. Uh, second of all, uh, I'm going to be in Houston, April 21st and 22nd for a Black Wealth Bootcamp. So if you'd like to join us in Houston, that's also at boycewalkins.com. So there's lots of stuff on my website, free stuff, everything else. So go to the website regularly. If you want to get better at economics, I would love to help you because economics and life really tie together for black people. And uh, again, even with Jonathan Majors, this is a deeply economic conversation because he's got a billion dollars on the line. So I hope he makes the right choices. And John, if you ever see this video and you ever want to call me and ask my honest advice on anything, I'd be more than happy to support you because I really am rooting for you. I think you're super talented. I love what he and Ryan Coogler and Michael B. Jordan are doing. I just think that they're just, just really doing amazing things and I'm so happy for them. So anyway, guys, I'm out of here. Have a good day. God bless you. Thank you for listening. And uh, I will see you soon. Take care now. Peace. Here we are, clan, the isms, cataclysm, great. Our people out here struggling, trying to make it in this state. Everybody out here doing it, but we the ones who late. Now, family, we the ones who gotta delegate. Get that money in the power, never be fake. Stick to co-sign for three. What did he say? Uh, create jobs, support our own. Educate the same and buy back your home. Got three degrees, triple ten. Three PhDs, now we on the CNN. DBTV, let's talk about negligence. Ignorance is bliss, but we can turn it to intelligence. Please, none of what you hear, half of what you see. Let's break it down here on Dr. Boyce TV. Here on